times on when the textile workers around this country are out of work. They got four or five kids and can't pay their wages. Talk about your songs. Talk about John 316. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Wait! Pause the motitis. I am broken, my hearty, and I would like to inform all of you out there in the multiverse about one of the most wonderful podcasts in existence, yes, it is called The Go Home Show, and it is hosted by Jordan and Nick, and they are both true subscribers to my broken brilliant, yes. They talk about wrestling. They cover everything in the wrestling multiverse. Make sure to check them out. The Go Home Show, as you will find it absolutely stupid. And we're back with another episode of the Go Home Show. I'm Jordan here with my boy Nick. What's going on, guys? And we're here to give you a little review of NXT TakeOver in your house. It was a pretty fun show, man. I enjoyed it a lot. It was a good, good time. They had the, the whole throwback vibe with the, um, the old set, and they had uh, Todd Pettengill doing the, the little inter like intermission segments. They're yeah, I love that. And they were doing the old advertisements too for the yeah, Ico Pro. Pro. Yeah, <laughs> they made a thing like call one one nine hundred for all the merch, NXT yeah. merch, and he's like, wait, what? There's no nine hundred number anymore. Like, just <laughs> playing into the throwback. Uh, vibe yeah they had the ice cream sandwiches yeah the sandwiches which are i think they're bringing back for real yeah they're real for, they're for sure oh, that's kind of dope yeah and then what else during the adam cole i go pro thing he had like he like completely mimicked what Bret hart did with his because he had the same gloves on and had the the title on the same shoulder and everything oh i, I didn't even notice that that's cool that's pretty cool it's a good throwback yeah it's pretty cool but the show opened up with code orange playing underneath which is cool because they come from the, the hardcore scene, which so it's cool to see people that come from the same scene as us that are doing big things. They've done a yep. lot of stuff with NXT, so that's pretty sick. Very cool. But, but yeah, the first match was the six-woman tag match with Tegan Knox, Shotzi Blackheart, and Mia Yim against Candice LeRae, Raquel Gonzalez, and Dakota Kai. And it, this match was sick. It was really fun. Um, Dakota Kai had uh, she dyed her hair pink. Well, like the specific shade of pink as a tribute to... Um, Hannah Kimura, which I thought was pretty cool. Oh wow! I, I didn't catch that. I don't. I didn't catch that. Yeah, she. Had, it was like the same, like exact colorway of hair, and then she posted on Twitter at, uh, after with the the um, caption Hannah. So I thought it was pretty cool. That's cool. Well, this match was awesome, and um, <laughs> Candice hit a dickplex, which I would pop me. <laughs> I know you. I know you texted me. You were freaking out that she did that. I didn't. Even, I wouldn't. Without you saying, I wouldn't have caught it. I'm like, I don't know what he's talking. About. And then I saw it. I'm like, oh it. shit! I was stoked. <laughs> <laughs> this was I'll a good so. opening match, though for for the pay per view. It wasn't. It was pretty high pay, high paced. Yeah, it was definitely a lot of action. And um, what were you gonna say? Go ahead. No, no, just that. Uh, yeah, this was this was the perfect opening match. Yeah, it's a hot so open for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we were both wrong. <laughs> the faces <laughs> ended up getting the win. We both thought the heels were going over because they were pushing yeah. Candace and Dakota pretty heavily. But I think at one point, Mia and, and Candace started fighting to the back, and that took them out of the occasion 
or yeah so that kind of make made sense to how the finish happened because candace was the main one that they've been pushing recently but she wasn't involved in the finish so it doesn't really hurt her at right. all right right doesn't hurt the push for sure yeah but um i'm pretty sure it was tegan who got the pin on dakota for the win so yep tegan gets the win from team face and i thought this was a really fun opening match i enjoyed it a lot i like really big fans of everybody in this match they're all really good nxt's women roster of course is just insane we say that uh Candice is getting a push with Gargano. They're doing that whole heel promos and stuff. But now that I think about it, they just did a huge promo video for Shotzi in the tank. They did one for uh, not Tegan Knox for Dakota Kai. Yeah. So I guess, yeah. Now that I think about it, it kind of makes sense. Yeah, they're, they're they're pushing everybody. It seems like yeah. which is good. Everybody seems like to be on a pretty even playing field right now because they've always been big on Mia Yim. So, yep, they're I building up their uh, their female roster. Definitely, and I think they for sure need to because now, as we'll talk about later, they got a new champ to to go against. But moving on, new we champ? had yeah, exactly. <laughs> moving on, we had the Damian Priest versus Finn Balor match, and this match was awesome. It was hard hitting, beating the hell out of each other, man. <laughs> Um, at one point, he hits the uh, uh priest hits the the razor's edge onto the apron. And oof. oof, that looked like it definitely hurt. makes you go oof when you see that. Yes, sir. Of course, we all know hardest part of the ring. Exactly, that's what they tell us. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot of parts in this match that made me go oof. <laughs> yes, at one point it was he, stiff. They worked it stiff for sure. Yeah, he hit uh priest hit a, a top rope sit out choke slam, which was crazy. <laughs> Yeah, it's hard to, I guess, with the sit-down, it's a little bit easier. But when you're doing something like that from the top rope, it's easy to overthrow the guy and oh, yeah, just definitely. land on his fucking neck or something something to go wrong. Yeah, but it was awesome. Um, to that one point where I think Priest set up the stairs and he was going to go for the razor's edge onto the stairs, but Balor gets back into the ring and drops, kicks him, and Priest falls from the apron to the stairs and lands directly on the corner with his back, and it looked like it hurt oh. so bad. It looked like it hurt real bad. It also seemed like, I mean, he definitely landed on the corner, but it looked like he took it probably the best way he probably could have. Yeah. To an ex- like he kind of bounced off of it a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah he, I mean, he there's, no, the, yeah. <laughs> there's no good way to land on fucking stairs, but. Yeah. It looked like it did not feel good, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought I thought this was the best, best probably the best match on on the card for sure. And when he had him up in the razor's edge, I'm like, oh God, he's that's he's gonna kill him. <laughs> he's gonna kill him for sure. But didn't work out that way. Yeah, this is definitely Damian Priest's best showing in NXT. This match ruled. I agree. Definitely his best match. But after that, his bump stuff onto with Keith the... Lee was really good too. Oh yeah, that match was awesome too. Yeah. But after the uh bump onto the stairs from the apron, Finn rolls in the ring and then Priest follows him in and Finn hits him with two coup de gras and that's the that's the end. Yep, and we were both right on that one. Uh, I don't was, think that he. Um, I don't think Priest lost anything, though. Oh, definitely not. I think he shined in this for sure. Yeah, he looked awesome in this match. So I, I'm really excited after this match. I'm even more excited to see what they do with Priest because it seems like they got high hopes for him. The dude's got a lot of charisma. He's got that that Scott Hall vibe. He's got that deep voice. Hey yo, hey, yo. and he's always <laughs> with the ladies. Yep. <laughs> but moving on from. A great match to what I thought was another great match for the NXT North American Championship: Johnny Gargano versus Keith Lee. 
Uh, Johnny's entrance on this was sick. <laughs> he had the uh, he started off in his house, and it, this is obviously in your house, right? <laughs> and he entered entered through the uh, the door by unlocking it, coming out. And then he put that the was key. the one thing I thought. I thought somebody was going to go through that. I kept thinking people were going to go through that door, like somebody's going to take a yep. bump through the door, and it never happened. They used the set to. for sure, but it, the door never got smashed through or something. I wanted Keithley to pounce him through that door so bad. Oh yeah, that'd I wanted be good. that but so bad. We man. did get something like we did that. Did get something similar, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Johnny's entrance is sick. And then Keithley comes out. He's got Black Lives Matter on the back of his uh, tights and jacket, which I thought was awesome. Very Definitely dope. Glad that NXT is letting them use their platform for the to promote the message, which is very yeah. important. Making a statement. But <laughs> I have don't even hear it in my notes. Johnny not getting pounced through the door is a missed opportunity. <laughs> yes, because <laughs> I thought that was, I don't know I thought that would been sick. But man, I love this match. Um, what, what one the what is it called? Like a he. Johnny hit like a tope suicida, but went into a DDT out of it. It was nasty. Oh yeah, smooth. So sick. Uh, what else? What what else that stuck out to you from this match? Uh, Gargano Gargano work on the wrist. Oh yeah, and like focus on a body part. It's very like classic uh, heel. Yeah, definitely thing to do. Um, for a while, I thought he was gonna win it. So did I. I, I thought he was really gonna win the title. So. Um, he of course didn't. He got pounced through. Through the, the plexiglass. Glass, yeah, plexiglass, which, oof, that would get hurt too. I would say they should have replaced that one pane with like sugar glass because that oh, image would have yeah. been insane. That would been crazy. <laughs> that would have been so sick because after, even after like admitting it's plexiglass for Keith Lee to be so strong, he busts him through the plexiglass. Oh, be crazy. Been over. How, can, <laughs> how do you get out of that? Exactly. But at one point, Candace comes down and interferes and then Mia interrupts her but that gives Johnny the chance to take the key out of his little pocket on his tights and bink put it right into the eye of Keith Lee but that wasn't enough (laughs) so Keith Lee just keeps keeps laying him and he hits the uh the Brock Lesnar power bombs but he goes into the uh he hits like the two power bombs and he puts them up into the big bang catastrophe for the win yep which I love that move yes so that's such a good finisher for him. It's insane. It didn't I, I definitely thought he was either gonna drop the title to Johnny or like I said, I thought Johnny was gonna get DQ'd somehow. Yeah. Um but that didn't happen. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. It ain't going down like that. But yeah, Keith Lee ended up retaining and I think we are both right on this one too. I think we both said Keith Lee was going to win, but throughout the match, I thought I was going to be wrong at some points because it really seemed like Johnny was going to pull it out. Yeah, same. But moving on to the next match, which was the uh, NXT Championship Backlot Brawl. Yeah, it wasn't the, wasn't the main event. I was yeah, a little surprised. But I, I, I could see why once the main event comes. Oh, yeah, definitely. But not mad about him. Just Yeah, definitely. <laughs> surprised. But So it was Adam Cole, baby. I guess Baby. the Velveteen dream. <laughs> so Adam Cole pulls up in the undisputed era monster truck thing. <laughs> looking, <laughs> I love that. I love that. And then dream pulls up in a, a yellow Lambo. Ooh. <laughs> Whose Lambo was it? Do you know? It, it was supposed to be like a Prince thing. Oh, dope. So, but should I should have been I, a purple Lambo. He should have pulled up in a red Corvette or that. That'd have been sick. 
I think Morrow, I, Morrow, I think mentioned that that he, he thought did. he was going to show up in the red Corvette. I literally said it like three seconds before Morrow said it, and I was like, "There you go, <laughs> I agree." <laughs> but yeah, uh, this match was obviously a uh, more of like a cinematic style match. Mm-hmm. It was it was pretty entertaining though. I, I enjoyed it. What'd you think? Yeah, I thought it was good. Um, Dream came out dressed like Negan. Yeah, from, from with a Walking baseball Dead. bat from The Walking Dead. Yeah, which was cool. Um. It was um, hmm. I didn't know what to expect, but it was good. Yeah, definitely. I liked the. <laughs> I didn't understand why. Who called the Uber? Yeah, I didn't know what that was. I didn't know if that was like somebody else fucking with them, like some outside. I thought it was undisputed era was gonna pull up in the. Uber that was yet. gonna be something. Well, they did pull up, but I thought that was gonna be something yeah. that they had had a part in, but. I was, was hoping just, they would have hopped in the Uber and started fighting and a camera hopped in with them. <laughs> right, was, right, right. That would have been hilarious. Or, um, yeah, that that's that's like so 90s, 2000 thing to do yeah. for sure. <laughs> but I thought that was awesome. And then at one point, the Undisputed Era does pull up in a car and they start attacking Dream. But that doesn't last for long because <laughs> wouldn't you know, this man, Dexter Loomis, comes out from under the ring and kidnaps the Undisputed Era. <laughs> How long was he under that ring? Yeah, right. <laughs> it was raining before that. He's just been sitting there in puddles. <laughs> yeah, right. What a freak! He's pissing in a jar. <laughs> but they've been going with the, the the kidnap gimmick because earlier from Roger Strong's account, there's like a selfie from Dexter Loomis looking crazy. <laughs> and then Marina Shafir tweeted, "So Roger never came home last night. Does anybody know where he is? Like, <laughs> they're really going with the." the the Dexter Loomis is kidnapping people with gimmick, but I guess we'll see where that goes on Wednesday. But yeah, man, they, they Dream and Cole added, ended up just brawling for a while. Um, at one point, wasn't there a, like a fire extinguisher spot? Yeah, Dream, uh, Cole took off and Dream was looking because it was like almost set in like a Wild West, like studio. Yeah, it was kind of the studio brawl, obviously. Yeah. Backlot brawl, I mean, but it was like a. Uh, Hollywood movie set. But it yeah. had like the fake backdrop set. Yeah. And he kept opening, trying to open these doors and he finally opened one and Cole hit him with the fire extinguisher. Yeah. Bay. <laughs> he uh, extinguished the light on Velveteen's dream. <laughs> oh shit. D R E A M. Yeah. But man, Adam Cole ends up hitting the ECW gimmick, throwing a bunch of chairs in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> And they roll in, and he hits the Panama Sunrise onto the chairs. Oof. And that was the finish. Adam Cole didn't even hit his finisher on him. He didn't hit the last yeah. shot. Mm-mm. Like you said, you uh, made a point last uh, our last episode that he you weren't really feeling the the rivalry. Yeah, and. I think that kind of proves your point right there that he didn't even hit him with his own his real finisher. Yeah, he he beat him pretty easily. It seemed like. Yeah. And this has got to be the blow off because I don't see any where else they could go with it. So Adam Cole's gonna be champion for five years because he's who's who's gonna beat him. Five I, more. Hopefully not Dexter Loomis. Oh, I'll be pissed. No, I think oh, I, I, I think too. it's it's either be Cross or Keith Lee. Yeah, I could see that. I think that's the only viable options at this point. But speaking of cross, Killer Cross versus Tommaso Champa. First of all, 
Killer Cross's entrance is sick, but what the hell were they doing with the chance? It was like two seconds late. They were yeah. doing the Fall and Pray chance, but it was like so off from the song. It was like really bad. I don't know what this what that was about. I don't know if it was just a um, time, like maybe live, maybe there it lined up. Maybe yeah, I don't maybe know. something in editing, or it may, either that, or they're just all very. They have no rhythm, but it was really <laughs> off. That could be it. It was extremely off. But man, I was so excited for this match, and it definitely delivered. This dude, the choke bomb thing, crossed it to Champa on the apron was terrifying because yeah. of all the Champa's neck issues. Oh like, yeah, he took it just straight to the neck too. It was nasty. You don't need to be helpful. You don't take too many more of them bumps because that yeah, was rough. That was scary, man. Uh, this was crazy though because Champa basically got squashed here. He did. This was a quick match. I it mean, was like six minutes he did, long. Yeah, he didn't get in in too many. I mean, he attacked him right at the beginning. Yeah, and then after that, it was all downhill for him. Yeah, he is, didn't even go ten minutes. It was like six minutes forty seconds or something like that. And crossing it up, choking Champa out, falling prey, TikTok times up. Right, which they're making a statement with that because of how how great Champ has been. Yeah, definitely for it's, the past you know couple of years. It's insane that Cross just comes out and lays waste to him like that. But I thought it was awesome because it's showing that they got big plans for Cross, and I hope they do because this man is a star. And because he can go, he's got that mystique about him. Him and Scarlet's like the perfect combo. It's, yep, it's perfect, man. I I loved it. I re- I like that this was a, it was a filler match, but not in a bad way. Yeah, this was, was in between basically the two main events. Yep, and but it, it went, they still it went well. It important because made him proved a point. Yeah, definitely. They he made a big statement here. But speaking of the main event, Io Shirai. Charlotte Flair, Rhea Ripley for the NXT Women's Championship. This, man, this was awesome. I loved it. Yeah, this was a great... There has not been too many, like, real good triple threats. Yeah. Kind of hard to do. Um, But this was awesome. I thought this was great. Yeah, this was a really good match. There's a lot that happened, honestly. Uh, At one point, EO goes from the top of the... (laughs) From the top of the house. Oh yeah, the cross yeah body. from the, which is because Charlotte threw her, basically through the window. Of yeah, what was the window? Yeah, exactly. She just pops, shows up on the roof of the. Yeah, like you said, the roof of the house, the in your house set. Yep, I thought that was a really cool image seeing her fly down like that. That was. Awesome. And it looked like um, Rhea took a knee right to the face. Oh yeah, she definitely. She was grabbing it. So that kind of made me think like she she probably took took a knee straight to the dome. But she 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 got she got a lot straight to the dome in this match because especially yes. at the finish, but before the finish, Charlotte ends up grabbing the kendo stick again, but it's a triple threat, so it's okay. Right. But the finish comes and, and let's before we get to the finish, is there anything else that stuck out to you? Um just that those two spots, them her jumping off the roof. Um, yeah. Yeah, that, that was pretty, that was like the standout spots. That definitely, one definitely, definitely. Yeah. But it was a really good match. I definitely recommend going back to watch it. But the finish comes when Charlotte locks in the figure eight. And when I did that, I was like, oh no, is this, right? Is this? I really thought you the same, same. I thought she was going to retain there. And then you see the camera kind of show in the in the corner. Eos climbing the, the ropes, 
she hits a moonsault, lands directly on Rhea's head, like right on her head. <laughs> that was the other spot. Yeah, because I wanted to say they didn't show the replay until after, after the match. Yeah. They showed like the three main, the big moves, and that was one yeah. of them. And that's why I was like, oh wow, she took she another one there, <laughs> right on the head. But man, uh, Io hits the moonsault. Charlotte still has the figure eight on, so she can't get get there to break up the pin. And that's one, two, three. Io Shirai is finally the NXT Women's Championship, and I popped huge for this. And I love the ribbons, the yep. streamers into the, the, and streamers. the confetti. That's Street. awesome. It's like a huge thing in Japan. So for her to get that, that that was awesome. I loved it. It was it was awesome, man. Io Shirai definitely deserves it. I, it's been a long time coming. She's <laughs> probably my favorite w- women's wrestler on NXT for sure. She's so good. Especially after her heel turn, she's been just money. So I'm very glad she finally got it. Yeah, same. Um, I'm glad that they can. I mean, Charlotte's fine. I'm glad. I, I don't really understand why she had to get the belt. I think it was um, just for ratings. It seemed like, but it didn't really work. <laughs> right. That it didn't seem like it was that big of a draw. But it gets the belt off her. It still protects her. Yeah, definitely. To go to the back to the main, the quote unquote main main roster. Yeah, I think main roster. Yeah, I think Rhea might be following her there, and I I could see them doing something where Charlotte beats Asuka for the belt somehow, which mm. is unfortunate because I would, or I don't know. I just think Rhea versus Charlotte three is happening at SummerSlam somehow. I could see that. Yeah, because especially because they... she has she. She never beat her, has she? She beat her at WrestleMania. No, no, uh, Rhea. She nope, never beat she, Charlotte, right? She hasn't, no. I could but see Charlotte her. didn't beat no. her here, technically, so right. I think there's still... Unfinished business. Yeah, exactly, so... Unfinished business, daddy, if and you their, will. And their match at WrestleMania was awesome, so I'm fine with it. Yeah. Their match at WrestleMania was one of the best that night, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Of, as far as, like, actual matches, not cinematic, Boneyard, yeah, Firefly. Yeah, yeah, I think the best matches on that show were, besides the cinematic stuff, was that match and then the Seth Rollins match. Kevin Owens, Kevin yeah, Owens, definitely. Yeah. Kevin yep. Owens went off to sign like a maniac, but it <laughs> was crazy. But yeah, that was NXT TakeOver in your house. And so let's just go through the predictions real quick. So we were both ro- wrong for the opening match. So it left yep. us at 0-0. We both had Finn winning in the second match. So we were 1-1. One one. We were both right about Keith Lee, so it's tied 2-2. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Moving on to the NXT title match. Adam Cole, we both had win in there. 3-3. Three three. Carry and Cross Champa, we both had Cross. I just said Carry and Cross. Wow. I believe it. They got the <laughs> name over finally. They, they might have. I still don't like it, but I'll, no, I don't know. But we both thought Cross was winning. So we were four for four. And in the main event, I had Charlotte. You had Rhea. Yep. So we were both wrong. So we were tied four to four. And a tie goes to the champion. So that means I'm the four time, four time, four time. <laughs> go, go home, show predictions champion. I didn't and I'm win, the four time, four time, four time. Elehu Zahir. <laughs> That's the real streak. Will I ever get a win? The world may never know. You got a chance this weekend, so. <laughs> what? 
I don't know if you heard or not, but uh, there's going to be the best, the greatest wrestling match of all time on this this upcoming pay per view. Yeah, I guess we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I don't know. We'll we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, Randy Orton was not fond of this uh, pay per view. Oh yeah, he had a lot to say about it. He um, uh, let me see if I can pull up the exact quote real quick while we're talking about it because Randy Orton had a lot to say about this. He said something, something about along leg the lines. slaps. He, he too many leg slaps. He said something along the lines of he was like, heard NXT Takeover in your house was great. Slapping my leg for you guys. Sincerely, hashtag leg slap. <laughs> and then Champa clapped back at him. He said, oh, yeah. my daughter, he was like, my daughter's been having trouble sleeping recently. Luckily, I found a remedy. Randy Orton matches better than NyQuil. <laughs> Sincerely, <laughs> hashtag an entire locker room who busted their asses. Yeah, right? I, I don't understand that. Do you think Do you think him and Champa are going to – you think Champa's going up to the main roster maybe? I don't know. And but, he's going to work with Orton? I could see that. That'd be cool, but I, I heard that Champa didn't want to ever leave NXT. He said he would quit before he left. Damn. Man. But, yeah, I don't know. And Orton still clapped back at Champa again. He says, oof, I didn't even read this one until right now, but ouch. <laughs> I haven't. I don't know what this one is. This is new to me. Looks like I hurt the feelings of the self-appointed locker room leader of a wrestling school. <laughs> oof. Let me know what time hashtag leg slap class starts so I can get my game up to the next level. So oh, stupid. Yeah, How are you gonna fight know. within your own business? Like exactly. What the fuck. I I don't know. Maybe they're just working. I'm surprised he didn't tweet hashtag All Lives Matter at some point in there. Uh, no, he, Randy Orton was has been for the culture. Uh, Do you see his really? tweets? He said, "I, I thought he was a cop. I thought he was a bootlicker." He he actually tweeted. He said hashtag hashtag all, uh, Black Lives Matter, and then somebody like. Responded him saying, "Stop spreading hate and segregation," which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> they probably thought he was being a smart ass. And then Randy Orton responded, "All lives do matter, but to the point I was trying to make is that I finally realized that until Black Lives Matter, they can't get it. So Orton gets it now. So respect to him for making I would hope, progress. I hope so. I hope he's being sincere. It's hard to tell sometimes on Twitter. He he like he's posted a lot about it. So he okay. Shout out to him then." Yeah, shout out to Orton making <laughs> making progress. Good for him. But he's still shitting on the next evolution, team. the real evolution. I don't know if he, this isn't the first time he's mentioned the leg slap though. He uh, <laughs> when that 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 video of all the kids wrestling in um, Walmart went around. Yeah. And they hit the RKO. He just he quoted it with RKO out of nowhere. Um, hashtag leg slap. Hashtag the NXT knee because they hit the running knee. Ah, uh, gotcha. So I think, I don't know if he's just joking around. He just around doesn't or, like leg slaps, I guess. Yeah, but it's all good. Randy Orton, Randy Orton. He's going to do what he wants. <laughs> Shout out to Randy Orton. He's about to be have the greatest matching match of all time. Hopefully it's not uh, a letdown. Yeah, and hopefully you aren't let down and lose predictions again because we can only hope. You've been doing the job four months and four <laughs> shows in a row. Too many jobs. <laughs> With that being said, that was NXT TakeOver. That was all we got for this. We'll be back this weekend, of course, with our regular episode. And until then, everybody stay safe out there. Black Lives Matter. Take care of each other. 
Ya saben que vamos a